Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome back to the Raise Your Vibration podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Rose, and today we're going to have a conversation around how to identify if you are spiritually bypassing. This is a conversation that I kept hearing about a few years ago, and I couldn't really understand it. I got the concept So for those of you who are new to the terminology of spiritual bypassing, essentially the concept is is that we are bypassing the emotional experience, pain, lower frequency emotions by kind of skipping over that emotional experience and reframing it into a higher vibration emotion or thought or whatever it may be. And that served me for a period of time, you guys. There was a period of time where I was like, well, I'm manifesting, I'm feeling better, like, shit's good. Why why do I need to feel lower frequency emotions? Why does that really need to be a part of my experience? And if I'm not feeling them, which I wasn't, here's the thing, I wasn't feeling them, why why did they need to be a part of my experience? And very much so like the questioner, the you know, wondering why, like, is there a purpose to it? I'm not gonna do something unless there's a purpose to it. And at the same time, this conversation kept cycling in and there was no real tangible way for me to integrate the information because to me, at least the where where I was at, it wasn't really I wasn't getting to the meat of it. Like, how do I identify if I am spiritually bypassing in the moment? How do I know how to access the full capacity of my emotional spectrum? And how do I know if I'm just, you know, perpetuating suffering, which we've talked about on the podcast, and perpetuating pain, and my mind is creating an emotional experience versus I'm having an emotional experience. I'm going to allow myself to feel this and move through this so that I can come out the other side having processed that and it's no longer in my aura. So let's talk about this today. I was, (laughs) I don't know why this came up. Um, I've just, you know, probably because I'm over on TikTok and there's a lot of different conversations being had over there. And I'm like, you know, (laughs) I've got some funny stuff. I've got some pride stuff. I've got some LGBTQ stuff. I've got some, um, you know, BIPOC stuff I'm following. I've got some, you know, dear white people like wake the fuck up stuff like I've, I've got this and funny dating experiences some spiritual stuff like just funny humorous stuff influencers I kind of follow this like it's a small group of people I follow but a very eclectic group and one of the things I've noticed at least in the spiritual context of what I've been following is that there is this conversation still being had around reframing our emotional experience and I was sitting with, why does this rub me the wrong way? What about this conversation doesn't quite feel like the full picture? And, and here's the thing. I'm trying to put my slippers on while I'm doing this. Here's the thing. I do think that there is power. So there's two sides of this conversation that I think that are important to understand when it comes to spiritual bypassing. Because, again, spiritual bypassing is love and lighting and pooping that love and light over everything and not really having the human experience because no one likes to experience, or at least most people don't consciously like to experience negative emotions. And then there's the flip side of that where some of us are so addicted to the negative emotions that we do not 
like take inventory when we're in a negative cycle to say, hey, this isn't actually a healthy response. I'm just kind of perpetuating drama and chaos in my life and I'd like to change that, right? So there's two extremes of this and essentially, I think, so if you're watching the video, like let's say addicted to the negative is on one side and addicted to the positive is on the other. And both are unintegrated, right? And by unintegrated, I mean they're not probably healthy experiences of the human experience. But on the positive side, like you are reframing every single thing, every experience you have to be the positive, which I think at a point in time is a healthy thing to get to. And on the chaos and the negative, you're not really looking at any of your emotions or witnessing them as a by, you know, an observer. You are simply allowing the emotions to take over, right? And sometimes those emotions become patterns and mindsets that are no longer serving us or frequency patterns that are no longer serving us if we're looking at it from an energetic capacity. But in the middle, there's this and, right? Because as we know, there's always contrast in the spiritual expression. There's always like the highest and lowest expression, love and light, cold and hot. Like there's always contrast in this universe. And so, or at least on this planet, I don't know, whatever. I'm not the most wise, but this is how my brain understands it. So there's always contrast. And so not, not any, either side of the contrast isn't good or bad, but I think you have to figure out what best serves you. And I want to give you some context of how to understand if you are spiritual bypassing and also to understand when you're stuck in just allowing life to roll over you without really witnessing your experiences. So what triggered this is I was following something on Instagram, a conversation and a dialogue that was being had. And in that dialogue, one of the things that was said was essentially, let me think how the conversation went. Oh, people having these huge emotional reactions to um, being ghosted or, you know, not something not happening or going the way they wanted in a relationship and having this huge emotional reaction to it. And, you know, the idea was like, well, when someone goes to you or it doesn't work out, like the abundance mindset, there's plenty of fish in the sea. There's lots to, um, lots of options out there. And I agreed with that side of the conversation, but what I think irked me and didn't sit well with me is this bypassing our human emotional experience. And this is where I realized I was like, oh my gosh, three years ago when this conversation was being had and I didn't understand it, I think I understand it now. I think I understand what spiritual bypassing looks like. Because here's the thing. If you are really <laughs> excited about something happening or excited about experience and it doesn't go the way you want it to, I think there's an and here. It's not just automatically hopping to the intellectual experience of reframing versus allowing your body to feel and grieve and be in that emotion, and then move through and come out the other side. This is what I found is most helpful for me because when this conversation first came into my awareness, I didn't even know how to access my emotions. Like literally would sit on a meditation pillow in the morning and be like, okay, where are those emotions everyone talks about? Where are those feelings? Where are those triggers everyone talks about? I was just kind of like emotionally stunted and disconnected, probably a little bit floating above my body, a little bit disassociated. 
Hey guys, pausing this really quick to drop a little announcement for anyone who has a message they want to share with the world, for anyone who has felt called to have a podcast of your own, I have a really special announcement. In October, I'm going to be hosting a masterclass called Speak With Soul, where we're going to dive into how the Raise Your Vibration podcast has really become a top 2% of over 2.9 million podcasts. You guys, it's insane. So if you've ever had the desire to have a podcast and or you have a message on your heart that you want to understand how to really deeply connect on a heart level to your audience, this masterclass is going to teach you both the strategy as well as the energetics of how I've built a podcast that is in the top 2%. How I've built this beautiful community of lightworkers that I feel every time I get on the mic. And also if you're like, yes, that's awesome, but how do I actually like edit, record, launch, distribute, market a podcast? Like it feels like a lot. I have a podcast lab that comes with the masterclass, you guys. You get both of these for $88, insane value. The podcast lab will walk you through step-by-step step how to go from zero podcast to podcast launched out in the world, marketed, branding, editing, all of that. So get in, the link is in the show notes and let's dive back into the episode. And so when this conversation was being had, I was like, I don't even know how to like access my emotions. I was intellectualizing all, every emotion I had was an intellectual experience. So instead of feeling things in my body and allowing my body to process the emotion, I was thinking about the experience and only in my head about it. So I think this is where the issue also lies of if we're only in our head and we're disconnected from our body and our emotions, well then the only way to move through that is to reframe because you're not actually allowing the emotion to move through your body into completion. I'll explain how to catch yourself in this if this is where you're at. But if you are in your body, in your vessel, and something arises that doesn't feel good. So going back to this conversation around dating, let's say someone does ghost you. That's not a, not a great feeling to have, right? Like, I don't know, when, this, when I saw this, I like, actually don't think I've ever been ghosted. It's interesting. That's a whole nother story for another topic. I don't think I've been ghosted, but I have had the experience of being really excited about a situation and it not going the way I wanted it to, right? Like there have been those situations or dating someone and then ending up not being the person I thought they were or that they showed me originally. So I've had the feeling of disappointment. And I can only imagine that if I wasn't in my body, I would have tried to intellectualize and process that feeling through the mind. But the thing is, is that won't let the emotion come to completion. And so instead of <laughs> it being a feeling, a frustration, a sadness, a emotion that moves through your body and you can move on with your life, you end up intellectualizing it and that trigger stays in your body because you haven't let that emotion move through. I think this is the power of understanding when we're spiritual bypassing. Because spiritual bypassing is like putting a band-aid on an emotion and never actually feeling. It's like this barrier between you and the emotion. And it says, well, you know, I had this negative experience. 
but thank goodness I had it. Everything is good. A love and light. Like we're going to move through it. And there is a time and place for that. Let me, let me tell you, there is a time and a place for that because we can go to the other side of the spectrum and not have that awareness of like, there are plenty of fish in the sea. There are plenty of people out there for me to date. Like this one experience isn't going to break me. I feel very confident and happy by myself. Like these are all feelings I feel inside of me. So let's say this one person that ghosted or this one person who didn't feel the same way I felt, right? That experience can come up and I, I'm, I can feel that emotion. I was dating someone at the beginning of the summer and I felt emotional about that for like, you know, 24 hours <laughs> because it's all it took for that emotion to move through me to be like, okay, I knew he wasn't really my person. It wasn't an alignment. I was, I was holding both sides of the spectrum, right? Where I was like, I'm sad because I really do desire partnership. I'm sad that this wasn't the person I thought he was. And I also know there are plenty of people out there and I feel really happy on my own. But I'm gonna feel this sadness and be in the sadness. I cried, I screamed into my pillow, and then I woke up the next day and I was like, okay, not so bad. And then I woke up a week later and literally it's totally out of my energetic field because I allowed myself to feel the emotion to completion. But if I had tried to intellectualize that experience, the emotional experience, then I'm not actually allowing it to move out of my energetic field. So how do we start to identify when we're stuck on either side? So again, I'm going to go back to about three years ago, maybe two years ago. I'm not really, 2019 would have been three years ago ish. I don't know. At time, time, <laughs> y'all do the math. 2019. Um, I was, I was living in Denver at the time as well. And this is very much so where I was at. I was like, I feel happy most of the time. Like, I don't understand how people have these negative emotions. I don't understand. Like, am I missing something? Okay. I'm just adding this into the episode. I was going and recording and listening to this. And I want to add that I don't think I was actually quote unquote happy all the time. Because what ends up happening is when we're not feeling any emotions, because when we numb out the bad, we also, and quote unquote bad, I want to add this in too, is that your sadness, your anger, those aren't bad emotions. They're just emotions. Like our ego wants to label them as something. But when we numb them out, we also numb out the more positive experiences. And so I don't think I was happy all the time. I think I was in my head all the time, which allowed me to pretend that I was happy, but it didn't create authentic joy that radiated in my body consistently. So I hope that helps clarify and let's keep going. And I felt happy all the time because I was in my head. I wasn't actually connected to any part of my body. Like not fully, I would say disembodied, but I would, I would mostly intellectualize my feelings unless I was consciously trying to create a feeling that would be the only time I really felt a feeling in my body and every time something came up that triggered me I would move straight to reframing it and being like you know what this was for the best this happened la, 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 and reframing it right away so I think this is where spiritual bypassing comes in is that instead of allowing yourself to be in the experience you immediately jump to the positive instead of allowing yourself to move through it and then reframing. So it's an intellectual experience of emotion. So if you find yourself thinking thoughts about your emotions, that's a good sign that you're, you're disconnected from the actual emotional experience, right? 
whether you're thinking thoughts on either side of the spectrum. Because thinking thoughts that perpetuate emotions could also be like perseverating on the experience. So in both cases, in spiritual bypassing where we're love and lighting our way out of everything, and also when you are perpetuating pain and suffering, both are mostly an intellectual experience. The mind is creating both of those experiences. So if you find yourself thinking about your thoughts. This is the best way I can describe it. You're probably on one side of the spectrum. Whether you're thinking about your thoughts of like, oh, woe is me, or of love and light, I'm gonna, you know, positive poop all over this experience because it's gonna make it better. Both of those are on the bypassing, like disconnected from the physical. When we're integrated in the physical, when we're embodied, we have an experience it might trigger an emotional response. And we allow ourselves to feel that emotional response without attaching any meaning to that emotion, right? There might be some meaning that we've acquired. There might be some, you know, something it triggers. But when we allow ourselves to feel it, we cry, we feel angry, we stomp our feet, we do some breath of fire, we um, <laughs> dance our asses off in our kitchen, we, you know, play some, I've got this angsty um, teenage playlist, which I play often just because I love the music. But when I'm feeling a certain way, it will like, let me move that energy through as I like dance around and sing in my kitchen. And it's like, this energy just kind of moves out. And then I, I, I can go on with my life. But we have, or EMDR, or, um, you know, EFT, there's, there's tools we can use to move that energy out. For me, it's usually a good cry and the next day I wake up feeling totally different. In the moment I'm crying, it's really uncomfortable because I've been out of touch with my emotional experience for the past, I don't know, 20, 20 years. I started crying in my room with the door locked so that no one would see me cry ever. Capricorn moon over here, like no one can see me hurting. <laughs> I started that um, when I was like, I don't know, maybe in the fourth or fifth grade. So whatever age I would have been then because I was getting bullied at school and I didn't want my parents to know or have to take that on. And so I, after that, slowly just kind of disassociated from feelings because I couldn't feel them in the moment. I didn't have someone to hold space for them in the moment. I didn't know how to hold space for them in the moment. And so I just disassociated from my feelings. So this new experience is uncomfortable for me often. I, sometimes I think I'm like, am I going to pass away because these emotions are so uncomfortable for me to feel like, yo, I haven't felt emotions my entire life. And I've realized that like, that is a very short window of time versus when I intellectualize or per perseverate on the experience and attach meaning to it and intellectualize it. It just keeps it in my field and I keep repeating the same patterns. So I don't think either like, I don't think there was anything like incorrect about the conversation about reframing when someone leaves our experience. I think there's a lot of value in that, right? Like reframing that there are so many fish in the sea and that like you're per you can't miss what's for you. Whether that be a job opportunity, a relationship, a career, a you know, client, you cannot miss what's for you. And you have to allow yourself to feel your feelings. 
as uncomfortable as they are and as much as we want to skip over that experience, it is a part of the human experience. And until you start to feel them into like release mode and not think about them, (laughs) you're still in your head if you're thinking about them. And if that is the only place you can process your emotions is in the mental body, then you might have um, a bubbling in between your emotional and mental body. When we talk about it on a quantum energetic level, there might be a disassociation or a disconnection there where you actually can't integrate those emotional and the mental bodies together. You might um, have trauma in your past where you need to start to feel safe in your body where maybe some um, somatic therapy or something along those lines would be helpful for you. But if you notice yourself in your mind, you're probably on one or the other side of the spectrum. Can you just be with the emotion you feel, move through it, and then move on with your day? I promise you it will pass. It will be a couple minutes, maybe an hour tops, and you'll be able to move on with your day. You might feel a little low energy after you had yourself a good cry, but oh my gosh, on the other side, you're going to be a shiny, radiant goddess who feels her emotions who manifests like a queen, who can be more intentional about bringing emotions into your physical and it feeling genuine because you're actually feeling all this emotions. And so when you bring an emotion into your body, it's not this foreign thing. Literally, I couldn't figure out why it felt so ingenuine for me to bring in frequencies. Like I was manifesting bringing in frequencies, um, but it felt like it wasn't sustainable. And I think a big part of that is I was disconnected from my body and it felt foreign for my body to feel a feeling manifestation is a huge one big part not only part but a huge feeling experience so if you can't even feel a hard emotion how can you manage to hold all the other emotions and all the emotions on that emotional scale it's a spectrum right you're going to feel both sides it's not about only feeling those positive emotions it's about allowing those negative emotions to move through you without attachments that you can naturally let the emotional scale 